So I guess that leads us into what the real essence of Christianity is, which I believe to be the ability to translate God into the world around us. Wow. I just want to read the scripture. Well, translate God into the world around us through love. And I just want to read this verse in Jude 20. Well, Jude one twenty. It says, But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So I believe and I see it in a way that God wants us to build ourselves up as believers so that we can effectively and accurately represent him in the world around us. What are your thoughts, Pastor Nana? I believe that verse that you just read, Jude 20, is so relevant and profound because the essence of speaking in tongues, which is referred to as praying in the Holy Ghost, um, in translating God, is so powerful. With tongues in itself, basically, the concept is this. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, in one version says eternity is in our hearts in other words heaven is in our hearts and when we pray in tongues we are communicating into one of the five senses or more wow wow something from eternity wow so by speaking and what we hear by speaking we are (laughs) this divine language that comes from eternity is coming out from us through our mouths. Mm. So already there's a translation there. Mm. And what that begins to build as a spiritual faculty or a spiritual part of our makeup is the ability to translate something from eternity into the natural. Wow. I hope I, I have not lost you guys as no, you're listening. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Those who are listening, I, I, I believe that they're understanding it. Yeah, because definitely. When we pray in tongues, we've, through the Spirit of God, translated, not translated as in from tongues to English, yeah. as in, but we've translated what the Holy Spirit is telling us in that eternal dimension in our spirit mm. through our mouths. Wow. And so by becoming acquainted with how to translate, we are now able to do that in very different spheres of life. Okay. Tongues is a creative component of a spiritual person. Mm. People say, but do I have to pray in tongues? You don't have to. Same way someone may ask, do I have to breathe? You don't have to. (laughs) No one's ever put a gun to your head and say, breathe, breathe. But yet breathing helps you to live. Tongues will also help you to live a certain lifestyle. Wow. You see. So people think that when I pray in tongues, they, they just limit it to... Uh, you know, I'm able to pray for longer or mm-hmm. I'm able to speak to God in a spiritual language. That, that's all they know it as. But right. the, the, the dimensions of tongues have not even been tapped by many people. Wow. Mm. When you pray in tongues, the Bible says, we speak not the wisdom of this world, but the wisdom of God in a mystery. Let me read it. First Corinthians chapter two. I'll turn there quickly. First Corinthians chapter two. Paul is talking about tongues and he says but we speak the mystery verse 7 of god we speak the the wisdom of god in the mystery even the hidden wisdom which god ordained before the world unto our glory wow so when we speak in tongues we're speaking about a mystery that god has ordained for us for our glory Mm. and our glory is in any capacity your glory can be your 
ministry, your career, your finances, your relationships, all of that are encompassed in our glory. So sometimes we haven't experienced a certain glory because we've not spoken it out into the world in that language, in a mystery language, which is tongues. Mm. So when you begin to speak in tongues, one dimension is yes, you're fellowshipping with God. Another dimension is that you are creating. Wow. Mm. You are forming things. Okay. Mm. When you speak in tongues, you're actually speaking things out. Because remember, in order for something to manifest here, it must be spoken. Mm-hmm. Job 22, 28 says, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Mm. So sometimes because we can't comprehend what God has for us in our, the level of glory God wants us to have, we can't speak it into this earth because all we say, all we will say is, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be blessed. And we can't comprehend the, the magnitude because I has not seen, it has not heard, wow. neither has it entered into the hearts of men, yeah. the things that God has prepared for our glory or ordained for us. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Prepared for those that love him or ordained for our glory. So when we pray in tongues, he's able to communicate things to us that we wouldn't be able to grasp so that we speak it out into the earth realm. Mm. And then the words I speak are spirit and life. And then it begins to manifest in the years to come or wherever it may be. Yeah. So this creative capacity of tongues affects every dimension of your life. There are people who are listening that have books inside their spirit, mm. yeah. that have films inside their spirit, businesses inside their spirit, relationships inside their spirit. Mm. Was yeah. all locked up inside of them. Adam had to. Mm. Adam had to be put to sleep so that the wife which was in him could manifest wow. on the outside. Wow! Wow! <laughs> your bay is in you. <laughs> yeah, your, your bay is in you. I like that. In other words, people are there crying and saying, "I hope I'm gonna get married." They're growing and they're thinking, "I hope I'm gonna get married." Your husband is inside you. Wow. Your wife is inside you. Your wow. business is inside you. Your ministry is inside you. But you've not been able to grasp it and speak it. You need to wow. birth it. Wow. Birth it. Birth in tongues mm. so as when you begin as, go ahead as soon as Zion travailed she Travel, brought forth precisely yeah. precisely we're on the same page yeah, yeah. as soon as Zion travailed she, travailed she brought forth you see so when you begin to pray in tongues all these things that God has placed in you just like Adam's wife was in him we, Eve I said weave <laughs> there was your a liar weave <laughs> your, weave, your weave is in you <laughs> go natural, your hair go grow <laughs> <laughs> it's all inside you because remember, he said, for our glory. So even the, the level of grace with which you operate is locked up inside you, but it will remain there until you're able to shut down the natural senses mm. and God can open you up and release it. Mm. That's why he had to put him into a deep sleep. Wow. wow. He put wow. Adam into a deep sleep. Okay. Because if wow. he was to show him what he wanted to do, Adam wouldn't have believed it. Mm. And he would have said something that would have cancelled it. Wow. Okay. So he wow. said, you're, you're not going to be able to speak while I'm doing this thing because it's too great. Because yeah. sometimes God is going to tell you, listen, you're going to be, <laughs> imagine God is to tell you, you're going to be the president of the nation or you're going to be a prophet to, to Africa or whatever it is, mm-hmm. or something great. You're going you're gonna to open businesses for people worldwide. It's, yeah. You wouldn't grasp it. You say it's not possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John yeah. the Baptist, his father, before John the Baptist was born, his father and mother were old. Mm-hmm. An angel appeared and said, you're going to bring forth a son. Mm-hmm. Who's going to prepare the way of the coming? John the Baptist's dad said, it's not possible. Yeah. <clears throat> Meanwhile, he was a priest. Mm. <laughs> he said, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. So the wow. angel had to cover his mouth and said, from today, you will not be able to speak yeah. until after the child is born. Yeah. Mm. That is the same concept of God putting Adam to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's like, you won't be able to speak until I do this thing. Mm-hmm. So we speak not the wisdom of this world. Mm. God stops us from speaking things that will cancel it. Mm. 
and then says, now speak this language, mm. yeah. the spiritual language. And when we begin to speak that language, we're speaking things that he, he knows are good for us, mm-hmm. but we wouldn't be able to grasp. Mm-hmm. And so we're speaking it into the realm of the natural and it becomes translated. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so this is just one dimension, the creative aspect, yeah. which is where you are able to pull out things from the spirit into the natural. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's important because in Isaiah 11 two, it talks about the spirit of the Lord. And then it goes on to talk about, let's say compartments in the spirit of the Lord, which is the spirit of wisdom and understanding counsel and might knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Now four out of the seven spirits mentioned are to do with the mind or in relation mm. to the mind in some way. Yeah. yeah. So now where is the place of the renewing of the mind in terms of, being edified and built up spiritually well i think that the mind <laughs> the mind is the the seat of transformation mm. wow be transformed by the renewing of your mind mm. so it's the vehicle of transformation okay. where you are now and where you want to be is in a change of mind wow okay. when jesus let me put it like this the the ephesians about the, the scripture in ephesians it says in ephesians chapter 6 Take up the whole armor of God, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth. Da, da, da. It says the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation. A helmet goes on your head, not on your kneecap, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the helmet of salvation is is on your head, um, meaning that there must be a covering for your mindset from salvation. Wow. When Jesus was crucified, he was crucified in the place of Golgotha, mm. which Golgotha means the place of the skull, which means that there must be, uh, how can I put this? A renewing of the mind and a, a, if I can put it like this, a change of mind. I was going to say a crucifixion of the mind, (laughs) but a change of mind Mm. um, must take place at salvation. Repent. The word repent in Greek actually means to change your mind, to do a U-turn in your way of thinking. It doesn't mean to, you know, cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I repent. It means to change your mind. So when we think of the mind, it has to be like the Bible says, Proverbs. It says, as a man thinketh in his heart, mm. so is he. Yeah. Which means that you are right now a direct reflection of the way you think. Yeah. Yeah. Your life you're living is as a result of your thought patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now your thought patterns can be uplifted or downgraded. Mm. so there must be an upgrade of your thought patterns to have a better life yeah as a man think of in his heart so is he you know if you read romans chapter 8 it says to be spiritually minded sorry to be carnally minded is death to be spiritually minded is life and peace if you break it down it basically it's basically saying that whatever you think determines where you are in the spirit wow wow you can be in a place called death or you can be in a place called life and peace. Mm-hmm. And that's dependent on how your mind works. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Buy one, get one free. <laughs> <laughs> but to be carnally minded is death. So I can switch from one place to another with a change of mind. Mm. And that's how, I don't know if I'm going too deep, but that's how you move place in the spirit. Wow. Go deeper, go deeper. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> By the way, you think. Yeah, yeah, so so I believe that the mind is is, is a mega tool. Oh, wow. Yeah, I yeah. remember um, once at Arise we had an open heavens and Pastor Nana came, and as he was preaching towards the end, 
he called me up and he was like, Oh yeah. We should both prophesy together. Mm. So the way that we did it was that I wrote something on a piece of paper about someone that he called out. And he also did the same thing. He wrote something on a piece of paper. Mm. And what we said was very similar and almost the same in terms of releasing a prophetic word mm. to the person that was called up. And they came back afterwards and they testified that what you said was this. It was something in, in line with their call to evangelism and how they'll be effective in that area. Mm. And they said they've actually started an evangelism ministry. Oh, wow. And that they were thinking about stopping it because it wasn't working and it wasn't mm. flourishing. But that word came as an encouragement to them Glory. to keep going. Now, wow. the point I want to make is that what Pastor Nana is saying is really important because the shift of mind from the carnal to the spirit is what will help you to move in the spirit. Mm. Whatever you're conscious of mm. will determine where you are, which mm. is basically what Pastor Nana is trying to emphasize. Yeah. Which I think like, yeah, go on. I, I believe that um, the, way, the way that that, you know, that shift takes place is from knowledge. Yeah. Right. Right. Knowledge is the difference between how somebody operates and somebody's inability to operate at that level is basically what that person knows. Wow. Wow. The Bible says by wisdom, a house is established. Proverbs. Mm. I've quoted a lot of proverbs. Haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> I like wisdom. <laughs> by understanding a house is established and by knowledge it is filled with precious things. Mm. So wisdom basically builds a house or yeah. builds something yeah. understanding establishes that yeah you know so that the, the thing that you've built has something to stand upon understanding knowledge on the other hand fills whatever you have with substance mm -hmm. so you may have something but it may not be filled because of a lack of knowledge yeah, wow, yeah. so the knowledge you have or the knowledge you acquire fills your life in that area with things. Yeah. So wow. the reason why some somebody's bank account is empty is because they lack knowledge, knowledge. in that area. Wow. So yeah. they may be very anointed, but very broke. Mm. It's true. Because they lack knowledge in the area of finances. Wow. Because yeah. all they do is pray. <laughs> <laughs> or there may be somebody who has a, a, a big bank account with limited anointing, and that's as a result of the lack of knowledge in that area. Somebody's ability to operate in the giftings of the spirit or prophecy or whatever it is, is as a result of the knowledge that they have in that area. So your mind has a great capacity. If you look at Adam in Genesis, God called him and said, name the animals. And he named each of them. And he would also retain the memory of each of them mm. because the mind has such a great capacity. I don't believe we even use uh, half of what we can probably less than 10% of what we can with the mind mm. you see but he was able to retain millions if not billions of names of animals in his mind yeah. you see because it's such a powerful tool yeah it's such a powerful tool wow and and I, I even think of the fact that when God was you know creating Adam and Adam was formed um, when Adam fell God now used some things from you know the, the flowers and even afterwards with the sheep to cover them yeah so that they were covered and he he was he operated as a tailor oh wow because and i believe it wasn't like a rubbish covering i believe it was nicely designed mm. so when he created this garment to cover them i believe it was formed uh beautifully 
you see anything God does is, is, is absolutely amazing, isn't it? Yeah. If you look at the the clouds, the stars, the, the the moon, the streams, the mountains, you can see beauty. I believe that what He would have designed for them would have been um, amazing, and we're made to function in the likeness of God. So we look like Him and function like Him, made in our image, made in His image and likeness. So we also have a creative ability in us, but we've not tapped into that. Maybe because we've not birthed that <laughs> that opening of the mind through knowledge mm -hmm. and also sometimes in our spirit that ability through praying in tongues mm -hmm. so some of you have great great things like i was saying inside of you um on any sphere i'm not just talking about an ability to prophesy or preach i'm talking about in general mm -hmm. maybe it is the ability to prophesy and preach but all of that is locked up in you um and it comes forth by praying in tongues so many people don't pray in tongues because they only associate it with um an interpretation of a small encouragement or you know uh something that you do in church before the pastor preaches but actually it's linked to every dimension of your life wow wow you see and so knowledge will help you to unlock these truths and these mysteries that are there for us wow i mean that that is so powerful there's so many books all inspiring you know there's so many <laughs> books that are written about the mind like you know rich dad poor dad yeah or um other books about conditioning your mind to do certain things yeah and you see even worldly people can acknowledge the importance yes. of their mind yes do you know how much more are we as christians spiritually minded um pastor that was powerful that was amazing thank you guys we can't thank you enough for taking the time out to sit with us and and talk with us thank Honestly, you i yeah. think that we are grateful for ourselves yeah. ourselves grateful, first <laughs> grateful on behalf of everyone who has had mm. the opportunity to tune in and listen in to all these segments so we pray that you continue to be blessed. Amen. Make sure that you're subscribed. Make sure you continue to stay tuned. And I believe we'll definitely be interviewing Pastor Nanda again. Wow. Sometime in the near future. So stay tuned. Wow. Stay blessed. Thank you.